0: Today's program has been brought to you by Cane Vineyard and Winery, a Napa Valley winery committed to respecting the soil and dedicated to the creation of three Cabernet blends. For more information, visit cane5.com. I'm Erica Wides, host of Let's Get Real, the cooking show about finding, preparing, and eating food. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more.
1: Cynthia Cherish-Maloran, Reverend DJ Cherish the Love, and you are listening to Primary Food on Heritage Radio Network. Before I forget, let me tell you how to reach out to me and get my attention on social media. Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at DJ Cherish the Love. That's love spelled L-U-V and hashtag using primary food. Heritage underscore radio and hashtag RevLove. So welcome to the first episode of the second season of Primary Food. Yay! Yay! Got thumbs up from the booth. And what exactly is Primary Food for my newbie listeners? I learned this really great concept in nutrition school at IIM. The Institute for Integrative Nutrition, that the food you eat, you know, the stuff we put in our mouths and chew and enjoy, we consider that secondary food. Primary food is everything else in life that nourishes us before we sit down and eat. And that's stuff like enjoying music, reading a book, hanging out with friends, cooking food, a great job, creative expression, playing games, exercise. And I am so glad that I learned this because it was the high-quality primary food that I kept in my life while going through chemotherapy last year that kept me happy and healing my cancer. So I personally love combining primary food and secondary food. So I enjoy making the food I eat. And today, we are prepping for upcoming summer months, also known as ice cream season. (laughs) And National Ice Cream Month in June... Who knew? Hey. Yeah. So we're having an on-air ice cream social. <laughs> and joining me today is Sasha. Hi. Sasha Jones. Fellow IIN grad, Stigley Holistics, a Holistic Health Coach. Um, actually, my health coach in the past, Life Cycle Celebrant. And also, we're starting, I think, a new tradition with you, Sasha. You have been on the first episode of both of my seasons. Oh. So yeah, okay. we're going to be doing You're going to be like the, the person with the <laughs> champagne bottle That smashes it at the window here at Roberta's In the primary seat <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, sitting next to Sasha Is Jen Mailer Photographer mm-hmm. Food and ice cream <laughs> lover <laughs> She laughs too much <laughs> And uh, we have Jen Maravegas Hi Mom Media yep. maven Ice cream lover Right? All true stories, yes all true. And on the phone from California is Nancy Hightone Leb from Choctaw Single Origin Ice Cream. I don't know if we can hear her just yet or we might be calling her in. So, Choctaw Single Origin Ice Cream's co owner, Nancy Hightone Leb, she's a businesswoman and an ice cream expert with lots of fun ice cream facts under her belt. And she's sent me a whole lot of ice cream from her ultra premium line of Frozen Joy Joy us to all taste and understand the idea of single origin so that's why today's episode is called lovers of ice cream unite so thank you all for being here we love ice cream I do. do we have nancy on the line yes you do hey i hear you awesome okay so listeners you can call in live tell us why you love ice cream and in what form soft serve cookie <laughs> how else do they come Sundays, <laughs> Sun- all, of the above. all of the above sundays and tell us any cute ice cream stories and the number to call in is 718-497-2128 again to call in live if you're listening you better be listening 718-497-2128 so i dj and um i love music and there is no song that grips me like this song does. <laughs>
0: ice cream.
1: I don't know if you have this song back in California where you are, Nancy, but that's our Mr. Softy ice cream truck.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. Now I get Yeah. Okay. Of course.
1: One time I was on the Grand Central Parkway speeding. I was speeding. And a Mr. Softy truck sped past me <laughs> with that music playing and it, it kind of let's see if I can replicate it sounded like this <coughs> <laughs> and that really happened <laughs> it was like, really amazing <laughs> so I I like to make my own ice cream I, I tend to make a dairy free or fruit uh, no added sugar sorbet use my blender and I think I have a Hamilton Beach ice cream maker machine thingy thingy um Kind of like the Snoopy snow cone machine. You guys remember mm, that? Yep, no. we're old enough for that. Sasha's like, no, I don't know that. We all
2: remember that,
1: yeah. Yeah, Nancy remembers. Okay. Do you guys? I know Nancy makes ice cream, but you guys? Do you guys ever make my, make any ice cream? My
3: freezer is too small. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's a great excuse for like dieting all the time. My fridge and my freezer is just too small for pizza and ice cream and things. <laughs>
4: You guys make ice cream, or just yeah. consume? I know I don't have the patience. Yeah, I don't have the patience to make ice cream.
1: You don't <laughs> have to do anything.
5: But- you can make it for me. Like- <laughs> you want to come
1: over and make ice cream yeah. soon? Come on, I will make it for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what does ice cream mean to you, Jen? Mm. <laughs> it just means mm- mm. <laughs> capital letter M. It
5: could mean. I had a really bad day, and I just want to douse myself <laughs> in some ice cream. And Do you
1: medicate with ice cream? Oh,
5: <laughs> ice cream and rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: everyone here has had one of those nights. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. No. I'm not Lies. Are <laughs> <laughs> lies. <laughs> Do you have any stories from a childhood, your childhood about ice cream and... Well, there are
5: only a few things you can really enjoy as a soft
1: serve. (laughs) (laughs) So I've always enjoyed that. So that means no childhood stories. (laughs) (laughs) No,
5: um, as I was talking about before, my mom and I, um, we always had our little tradition, and we would go to Friendly's Ice Cream. Uh And our main thing that we loved getting was in a sugar cone, brown cone, not the waffle cone. Mm -hmm. Wait, no, the waffle, whatever, the brown one. (laughs) The hard, crunchy one, and uh, it was butter crunch ice cream. That was I don't know what they put in it, but it was just really good with some chocolate sprinkles. Butter was in it. That was the bomb. (laughs) It was super tasty. It wasn't butter pecan butter crunch and uh-huh. it just i don't know i don't want to know what artificial tastiness was in there because i just like to eat it <laughs> it's kind of like hot dog
1: i bet nancy's I rolling okay. her eyes right now all the way in california <laughs>
5: <laughs> but i'm an adult now and i'm super excited for these ice creams that i'm about to try nancy I yeah really
1: we have am. nancy's Great. nancy's ice cream sitting right next to us kind of like winking at us <laughs> it's
2: like so- are they all lined up
1: uh, they are. I organized everything. <laughs> we're, we're getting ready. Sasha, ice cream. What does ice cream mean for you?
3: Um, I think it, it's a super special treat for me. I, I've never done the the pint of ice cream with the TV thing. I, I, yeah, I don't know. You're Maybe
5: it's, I grew up in the wrong culture. I don't think probably. you <laughs>
3: But every once in a while, I like to go to a special, special place, and I'm a special ice cream kind of person. But I do have one memory from childhood is I had been left behind at a gas station when I was oh. about eight or nine, and there were two cars traveling with six tow-headed children, and so everybody thought I was in the other car. And eventually I got found many hours oh my later. Gosh. But I got ice cream as a treat with my dad and that was like one of <laughs> it was worth it for that <laughs> I hope that was a really good ice cream. Really exactly.
1: good. <laughs> it was, like, so tragic and it's so delicious. Like did your dad think like well he rem- just, he remembered every
3: single word of French he'd ever learned. <laughs>
1: just came back to it, like <laughs> Oh gosh. Oh my god. Oh wow. And Jen, number two, ice cream. What does ice cream mean for you?
4: I, I, while I have definitely indulged in a number of evenings with a pint of ice cream <laughs> and television, um, I think really ice cream is more of a cele- celebration for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: I remember it being a treat when I was little because we used to be able to walk to Carvel from my house. yeah, um, oh, yeah. And my ma, It would be a big deal. Like, all right, after dinner in the summer, like ice cream is summer to me. And I can eat ice cream in the winter. It doesn't quite taste right, though. But ice cream in the summer is me and my mom and dad walking to Carvel and then trying to eat the cone without it melting <laughs> all over my hand before we got home. So that's
1: there are Scandinavian countries that eat more ice cream per capita at the coldest of the year, winter.
4: I mean, apparently that's <laughs> it, you're supposed to like balance your inside with your outside, so you're supposed to like want to you're supposed to eat soup in the summer to keep balance. You know your internal temperature
3: with the external and eat, I don't know. Sasha's
1: like shaking her
3: head. <laughs> I, I, Sasha's, <laughs> like, Sasha's like, hmm. Well, I think maybe uh, the fat content helps uh, that you want uh, to okay. eat it in the winter.
1: Mm. So it
3: in, in front cold. of a fire. You
1: know, <laughs> that
2: works for me. I'm going to
3: set
1: some stuff on fire and start eating ice cream this winter. Now, are you guys cone or cup people? <clears throat> I'm a cone so person. I'm,
3: I like, I like a cup if it's a real ceramic cup and a real spoon. But if it's a plastic or a paper one I will choose a cone oh, yeah.
5: if I don't care what I'm wearing then I'm a cone <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I have to be neat then I've got go. a yeah. cup Oh for sure that
3: makes
4: mm-hmm. sense i uh, I'm usually a cone for myself I'm a cone but I have a five year old son and and he's I have to give him a cup otherwise it's Catastrophe. It's like Jen said.
5: Yeah, I mean, although if you put if you put it in a it's, cone and then put, put it in, in the, the cup, cup.
4: Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't care yeah. about the cone. So then he's like, well, whatever for this thing. So, know.
1: Um, you <laughs> know, five year olds What are you going to do, <laughs> Nancy? Are you a cup or a cone?
2: I'm a cup. I'm a cup girl.
1: Ah, so it's just me, sort of. Okay. (laughs) Well, let's talk about your wonderful samples here before they start melting and we can't enjoy them. Uh, Choctal, am I saying that right? Choctal? Choctal, absolutely. Choctal is a single-origin, all caps, ultra-premium ice cream company that produces four varieties of chocolate and four varieties of vanilla in pints and four-ounce single-serve cups. So maybe, Nancy, I'll just let you take it from here, because you can describe and, and, and tell us what we've got here.
2: Okay, so um, are you guys all ready with your spoon?
1: You know what? Spoon's in hand.
2: Spoon's I'm, in hand. I'm
1: opening the chest of...
2: Whoa. Okay, nice. so we call, what you're. What I'm going to walk you through um, is what we like to call the Choctaw World Tour. Ooh. Do we need passports uh, we, for this? <laughs> we have gathered what we believe are you know, the finest examples of vanilla and cacao from throughout the world and what's re- you, what you guys are doing is really the best experience is being able to taste all of that and really see the differences in the vanilla beans or the cacao. There's no difference in any of the recipes with one tiny exception that I'll talk about. Um, i all the same recipes and the four vanillas and the four chocolates, and you, um, you'll find that they all taste distinctly different, mm. um, with a lot of different uh, flavor notes in each one. So, are okay. you ready?
1: Yeah, we're ready. So, I'm just excited. tell me which one, and I'm going to pass it. You're
2: going you're to start with the Indonesian vanilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a wine tasting. Okay. Oh,
1: Jen and I, you will share this with me, and Jen and Sasha will... Show and <laughs> everybody ready hang on hang on okay. i know this is it's like such a treat. stab it <laughs> oh yeah okay we're so, ready
2: um go ahead have your sample i think you'll find um you know the indonesian vanilla is really it's our lightest vanilla it's very creamy mm and you'll get a little bit of an almond accent to it.
1: Ooh, back that's of the fantastic. Ton. Mm. Yeah, this is this is really delicious. Mm. If Jen says it's delicious,
2: that's good. <laughs> we, <have laughs> Jen a good we also, um, mm-hmm. you know, mm. ultra premium. So you know, again, we use a fair amount of cream in, in our ice cream, but we also use in all of our ice cream. Two to three times more vanilla or cacao, mm. so you're getting a richer flavor because mm. it's single origin. Um, it's not a blend; all the, everything comes from the same location, so it's a cleaner flavor. Mm. That's what
1: I was going to say. It tastes clean and like there's a saltiness to it.
2: Uh, well, okay, or well, that might just be me. I <laughs> think that's probably you. There's a little <laughs> bit of salt in it, but. Ready to move on? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the next to? one <laughs> is the Papua <Pompersi laughs> New Guinea vanilla. All right. Everybody have their spoons. Yeah. Spoons ready. And okay. Got the samples right here. So taste that, and then it's, I think at the very, very end, when you're about to say you're going to get a cherry fruity back note, right after you're about to say no, oh. I don't, and then it sort of hits you.
1: Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Everyone Definitely got it at cherry. the same time.
2: Yeah. So that's
1: Papua New Guinea.
2: That's Papua New Guinea. Again, the only difference between oh, wow. those two are is the source of the vanilla.
4: They look very different also if you look at them. Yeah. The Papua New Guinea well, one just, has the beans. You can mm. see the beans in it,
1: and it's mm. a darker, right. richer color. Yes. Oh, that's lovely. Mm. People who are listening. Wow. They're going to call in all angry. <laughs>
2: They're drooling.
1: I'm going to have to have more to figure out which one of these I like better. <laughs> Sorry. They're,
2: They're so yeah, distinctly different. to make a quick yeah. decision here.
1: They're so different. I'm really surprised.
2: Absolutely. Oh, what makes and, them
1: so different?
2: And so now it's ready to go to this third one, which is, yeah. should be the Madagascar vanilla. Madagascar here and that this is the flavor that you're probably most familiar with in terms of, you know, classic vanilla. Okay. <laughs> it's like
1: a, we're having this is a great ice cream party like really. okay. Madagascar, here we go. Summer's still a couple months away. I could do this. Mm, yeah. Yeah. This tastes like mm. the vanilla I know. Yeah.
2: Right. It's that, you know, Mad- Madagascar is the typical baking, rich vanilla flavor.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I really like the <clears> second <throat> one from Pop New I think so, too. <laughs> yeah. I actually really like the first one. Yeah, me too. Oh, we can't yeah, be friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just means we're not fighting over the love. I'm saying, yeah, we can just <laughs> all share this
3: now. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the first one and the third one, you get the vanilla notes more, I think. Well, mm-hmm. the classic
2: Yeah, and that's Madagascar. Ready to go on to Mexican vanilla?
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) Now, this is
2: the one, as I said, it's all the same recipe throughout the um, all four vanillas. The the Mexican vanilla is the only one that does have a tiny bit of cinnamon added into it.
3: Okay. Let's see. Let's get in here. Mmm. You definitely taste the cinnamon. Mmm. Oh, so yeah. A little
2: more complex than the rest than the other three.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really nice. Are we supposed to pick a favorite for you, Nancy? <laughs> yeah, mm. that's what's fun. Mm. I think number four. Sasha likes Mexican.
5: I'm going okay, to Indonesian.
1: Indonesian. Which was the one that had the cherry hint? Papa that New uh, That's and the one Guinea. I like.
5: I'll okay. go number one and two were my favorites. You have to pick one. <laughs> I want both. <laughs> okay, Sometimes you
1: can... it depends on the day. Yes. Mm. And, Jen, which one's your favorite? I'm not, I am don't know. I'm still taste testing. <laughs> She's like, well, let me taste this one again. And then this one. This is so interesting. So we can have four different scoops of vanilla in a, in a serving, and they're They're quite different. They're quite different. Really amazing. So tell us about tell us about what makes vanillas different from region to region.
2: It it depends on where they're grown. It's like wine or coffee, you know, depending on the environment. The you know the fancy French word is terroir. Mm -hmm. um, You know, which it's the soil differentiation. It's the climate. You know, vanilla and cacao all grow in the rainforest, but from these four different countries, it's all, you know, they're very different environments, and that's where the variation comes from.
1: But you know how people say things are vanilla and that means boring? This is the complete opposite of that. Mm. Actually, I'm offended by that statement now. <laughs> Right. Because this is really great. Right. So, again, that was the Indonesian vanilla, the Papua New Guinea vanilla, Madagascar, and Mexican vanilla. Do you yeah. have a favorite, Nancy?
2: I do. My Well, yeah, we have, we have a divided household. My favorite is Mexican vanilla. My husband's favorite is Papua New Guinea vanilla.
0: Oh, okay. Wow.
2: So we just have to have both at home at all times.
1: No problem. <laughs> That's great for business, actually. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: Well, tell us a little bit about uh, why. We'll, we'll go into the chocolates, but I'm curious to know. Uh why you wanted to just uh, why why you wanted to do chocolate and vanillas and examine it this way because I, uh, I love this
2: well uh, my husband's a foodie and hmm. a cook and many and a chef well uh, amateur chef and many other things and we've we've explored various food businesses throughout the you know through the last few years um we came uh we, Choctaw is actually a relaunch of a brand. We purchased the company in
0: 2013
2: mm-hmm. um, but with the founder. Uh, it had been dormant for a few years, and it was it was an outstanding product you know it's like when when you taste chocolate you immediately see the high quality product and the difference in the ice cream and we you know what's not to love about ice cream it's really fun to, to be a part of right. we we joke that we've become much more popular um <laughs> Since now you started dealing ice with
1: ice cream. <laughs> I have a lot more friends now that I work in ice cream. Yes, yeah,
2: coming out of the woodwork.
1: <laughs> now, it, it's ultra-premium. So what is what does ultra-premium mean?
2: Ultra-premium means um, it's the, you know, it means that it contains at least 16% butter, butter fat.
1: Mm. Okay. Well, that's and what makes it so good. That's what makes it <laughs> good. Yeah, this is, this is what I'll be having on my non-vegan days. <laughs> Are you considering perhaps maybe a vegan,
2: uh, vegan product as well in the future? Maybe? Uh, we're looking at some possible non-dairy options. Okay. Absolutely, yeah.
1: That sounds great. Uh, and there is no artificial additives, no eggs, or gluten. And I was curious to read about that because where is there gluten in ice cream?
2: Gluten in ice cream is usually ice cream that has inclusions. Okay. You know, the cookie dough, the chocolate of course, chips, of course. The peanut butter cups, things like that. Okay. That's usually where gluten comes from
1: okay. in ice cream. That makes sense. Um and chuck Doll is also kosher. Yes. All right. So let's shall we go into the chocolate?
2: Let's mm-hmm. go to chocolate. Let's do All it. Right. Let's go into so chocolate. So again I have a I have a special order for you. I want you okay. to start with the Ghana chocolate.
1: Ghana. Here we go. Whoa, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Sparkling. Yeah. <laughs> sparkling.
2: And <laughs> it
1: is. It is sparkling. <laughs> all right. We ready?
2: Everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Oh
1: man. Oh my it's god.
2: Very fudgy. hmm It's it's an adult fudgicle. <laughs> I think we all remember those. Oh ones. yeah.
4: I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't really like chocolate ice cream, but this is actually a really good chocolate ice cream. <laughs> right. mm.
2: You know, we all—if we all remember the ice cream truck, we all remember the, the fudgesicles of our youth. Wow! Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: And, and this, this is really the gone Is really an adult fudgesicle.
1: That yeah. is delicious. It's like just the right bitter, just the right mm. sweet. Mm-hmm. I felt it like I felt a tingle down my spine. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. It's making love to my spine. <laughs> All right. Okay, next one.
2: Okay, the next one is Kalimantan chocolate.
1: Kalimantan. Here we go. What is that?
2: That that is Borneo.
1: Oh, this is so exotic.
2: What
5: made you choose these different regions?
2: Um, When we purchased the company, these were the original eight origins that they had. So um, we, you know, for our initial launch, we stayed with them.
1: The color is beautiful. Wow. It's very dark, yeah. This one is much darker than the first one. Yeah,
2: yeah and interestingly, you'll find that it's much darker mm. in color than in taste. All
1: right, we're tasting.
2: This is more caramel truffle. Mm. Oh, yeah.
4: This is good. No, I like this one better mm. than the first one. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I like the caramel in this. Mmm.
2: The <laughs> uh, uh, mm. Kelly Montaigne was a Sophie Award finalist last year from the Specialty Food Association. Really? Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. We were
1: excited.
5: Mm. This with the Indonesian, I could see that.
2: Oh yeah,
1: right?
4: and that's a and nice double, double scoop, scoop. right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what movie would you watch to this one?
3: <laughs>
1: Chocolat. Chocolat. Oh, Sasha, that's, okay, so, that's funny. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> so well, well, well so played. So good. You're so quick. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm having one more.
3: That one I think <laughs> might be good with a little sprinkle of cayenne. Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, I I, agree That's
2: interesting Mm. Okay, ready to make Your next stop is Costa Rica
1: Hmm. Costa Rica Pura Vida Here we go Have have you you been to all these places?
2: We have been to Costa Rica only So far Uh, A little over a year ago We went to Costa Rica And met our farmers directly Which was great fun
1: Oh, wow
2: quite an you know watching looking at these cacao plants on the plantations and wondering if they're going to end up in our ice cream
1: that's so interesting yeah oh
2: we have um, so different whoa Mm.
1: this one's so different and so big Mm. it's It's very
2: a lot of people think that that's coffee ice cream you know a lot of people get coffee notes in that yeah definitely can't believe that we haven't added coffee to it
3: wow
1: Mm. yeah the bitterness right Mm -hmm. Mm. with so much flavor there's so much flavor from it. Mm. I can't believe
4: how different they are.
1: Yeah. That's, it's really interesting. So after we get through the fourth one, we'll talk about how different they are and how, you know, people take for granted what is chocolate. Chocolate comes from all sorts of places <laughs> and they taste so Absolutely. different.
2: Absolutely,
1: mm. That was really great.
2: Excuse
1: me. Oh, yeah. We can't have too okay. much ice cream ever.
2: Never. <laughs> all Never, right. ever. And then, ready for Dominican chocolate? Yes, we are. We, we, we haven't been to the Dominican farm, but we buy the cacao directly from the farmer's daughter, who lives in Southern California.
1: I love that. Okay. So, it's
2: pretty, we're pretty close there. And the Dominican is the darkest. Mmm. It's a very, it's a more nice, smoky, sweeter, savory too. chocolate.
1: Oh, my goodness. It's like smoky or something.
4: Oh. Whoa! Yeah, I would like to pair this with a nice red wine.
2: (laughs) Exactly, that is that is is the red wine drinkers. Wow!
1: Yeah, Mm. or bourbon. I would like to pair this with a nice tall Dominican.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't hurt. (laughs) This is delicious. Non soft serve. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Is it sacrilegious to mix the vanillas with the ice creams, Nancy, or <laughs> are you, are you with okay chocolates? with that? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Is it sacrilegious to mix the vanillas with the ice cream, or, or do you it's want... Not sac- it's, it's not sacrilegious. Good.
3: <laughs> I was wondering, did you, in this country, do you have those ice creams that were... Um, Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, the the different colors the pink. Ne- Neapolitan.
4: Okay, that's what they call it. They yeah. could do
1: that with we could do that oh. with this. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh my goodness! This, yeah. thing,
1: this last one, the Dominican one, it just the, the flavor just keeps building.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's your favorite
1: chocolate? Mm. It's Dominican for me. I
4: think so too. I like that. There's a lot of the time when I eat chocolate ice cream, there's like a chalky aftertaste mm-hmm. afterwards, and none of these leave that.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Very, kind of a yes, it's very clean finish. Yeah. Very clean finish. Yeah. I
3: think I like Borneo and Dominican.
2: Dominican's my favorite.
3: Mm.
1: I'm going back into the Borneo.
3: it's going to be not a just fight now about over the chocolate. <laughs>
2: <one>. Everyone likes <laughs> the Dominican
1: <laughs>
4: chocolate. We're going to have to fight over who gets to no. eat the rest. What about you, Jen? I think I'm torn between
3: Ghana and Borneo. Mm, I just went back to Borneo.
1: Yeah. hmm mm. Okay. Can we yeah. just nap now? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so I'm need someone tour. to brush
5: my hair. <laughs> this oh, was a God. world tour.
1: <laughs> this was amazing. Wow! So, uh, shout out to my friend who does uh, cacao beans in Dominican Republic, Cacao Bonal. I'm going to shout out to him. This is amazing. Well, tell us about the chocolates.
2: I'm sorry, I can't hear you.
1: Tell us more about the chocolates
2: um yeah so that's all that's all four of them right now again um mm. same you know basically the same formula the same formulas as vanilla a few minor tweaks we changed the uh, you know we using the cacao from the different from the four different countries nothing special nothing different added in the difference again is just from where those where those beans come from
1: wow so tell what was it like to visit the uh, the farm in Costa Rica?
2: It was great. It was uh, it was very rewarding. You know, really sort of going back to the initial to the origin of the product. Um, we were able to see you know the tiny little seedlings where they start and the whole process on a couple of different farms. You know, as the cacao grows into various stages, and then. Once they, once it's picked and the roasting of it and that whole process, and you know, meeting the people that work for, that you know, mm-hmm. that provide the products was a really fun experience.
1: And your background is it? Have you been in ice cream for all this time, or?
2: Uh, no, my background. Um, this is, a, I guess, one would say, a third career for us. Mm-hmm. Um, my. Um, uh, my previous background: I was in the advertising agency business for years, and then uh, was in uh, a nonprofit consultant, uh, nonprofit administration consulting. Um, my husband was an attorney, a mediator, and, as I said, has always explored food businesses.
1: Wow, this is such a
5: great, um,
1: great <laughs> world world tour. I actually have to get into some more chocolate.
5: <laughs> I also really love the size. Like yeah. it's perfect because it, it doesn't make you feel totally guilty if you finish the whole
2: thing. Exactly, you can eat that in front of the TV and it's not it's not an issue. And it's just enough; it's not too small and not too big. We're talking
1: about the four. That's the four ounce size. We're talking about that's that. the four
2: ounce size. We are. You know, it is also available in pints, um, in retail stores and online, as well as in the four ounce cut.
5: And where can you find this if I wanted to go out and buy some more so I have my
2: We've not yet made it to the east coast. Oh, well, no. that's not right. Um, Except so for we right, are right now, <laughs> on, you can purchase this online at Choctal.com. C H O C T A L.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and we you know, we ship with dry eyes, not an issue. So that that's very easy. Um, We're we are now, right now in about 500 stores uh, throughout California, Arizona, Washington, Oregon. We are in the t- uh, Twin Cities, and we just launched in St. Louis this week.
1: Oh, how cool. So we got really like an initial taste mm. test. East Coast yes. taste <laughs> test. It feels special. So
5: well, who do we have to email to get you guys on the East Coast? Because <laughs> I uh, think this would be huge here.
2: <laughs> you need to walk into your retail stores and say, this is the best ice cream ever.
1: With, with a chocolate that. mustache. <laughs> <laughs> half
2: chocolate,
1: half vanilla mustache. <laughs> now, Choctal has some um, very cool give-back corporate commitments. Tell us about that.
2: We, um, absolutely, you know, we, we decided if we're going to start out, um, st- you know, if we're going to start a third-career company, we're going to do it the way we want to. So we... Um, Locally, we're involved with several organizations in Pasadena and uh, in Los Angeles. We try and do ice cream socials at various homeless shelters and places like that. Uh, we are also a member of 1% for the Planet, which is an organization that vets nonprofit organizations throughout the world. Um, that gives us the opportunity to, to go into the, these specific countries where we do business and make a direct contribution. Uh, oh, that's great. So 2015 was our first year um, in 1% for the Planet, and so we uh, decided to make a bigger impact in two countries, and we donated to the East Valley Poverty Project in Indonesia mm. and to the Bright Generation Community Foundation in Ghana. And then um, a couple of weeks ago, the executive director and the program director from the Bright Generation Community Foundation were in LA, so we had a chance to meet. And um, they're launching a pilot program to help educate young uh, agricultural graduates in cacao farming. Wow! Uh, so our our dollars are being are going directly to that pilot program.
1: So you've been awarding. What do you call it, fellowship programs or scholarships?
2: Uh, fel- the, they're calling it a fellowship.
1: Mm. Wow, what would you guys think? yeah. I think it's
2: pretty amazing.
1: <laughs> you may have
4: converted <laughs> me into a chocolate ice cream eater. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not making a
2: commitment right now, but I'm saying these are very good
1: chocolate ice creams. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for giving us this world tour.
2: Thank feel, you. I'm glad you were all able to enjoy it.
1: I feel very special. Well, I don't know if we have any callers. Nope. Okay. Do we need to take a break while we cleanse our palates? All right, we're going to take a little break, and then we'll come back and talk about some nutrition stuff.
0: This is Chris Howell from Cane Vineyard and Winery, calling in from Spring Mountain above the Napa Valley. Thank you for listening to this show. In our industrial world of highly processed food and wine, we support the values of Heritage Radio Network. All of us at Kane encourage you to seek out individuality and beauty in everything you eat and drink. To learn more about us, go to Kane5.com. The one and only Dave Arnold brings the noise to Heritage Radio Network every Tuesday on cooking issues. Coming to you live on the Heritage Radio Network from Roberta's Pizzeria in Bushwick and Brooklyn. (laughs) If the bomb was going to drop. And you only had 15 minutes. Which is like, I can, I can make a sandwich in 15 minutes. You'll be eating a sandwich. I'd kiss my wife, make a sandwich. If you believe that it's all about to be over, why eat healthy? I'm not a freaking Neanderthal. I like a tempered ice cream sandwich. But it's the only way to get around it if you're a party master because you, you're going to wind up, like your kitchen's going to fill with dishes. And is Some there, people have commercial dishwashers in their house. Who? I've seen them. Who? I've seen them. Who? <laughs> really rich people. <laughs> For more Mile-A-Minute knowledge from Dave and the crew, listen to Cooking Issues, available on Heritage Radio Network, iTunes, and Stitcher.
1: Okay, so we're back, and, um, well, it's the four of us. It's me, Gen 1, Sasha, Gen 2, and their mouths are full of pizza. <laughs> because here, on Primary Food, we enjoy ice cream before our pizza. That's right. We call it pre we're grown- ups, so we can we're choose grown ups. Which exactly. order we ups. exactly. So again, thank you again to Nancy at Choctal. Uh We enjoy the ice cream and I hope whoever was listening is curious and jealous. That's what we want. <laughs> so the last thing we ate was ice cream, and the, what we're eating now is pizza. I like to ask people, well, if this is the last thing you ate, what was the last thing you did to nourish yourself? Because we think about secondary food, we're having that now, primary food being everything else in life that nourishes us before we eat. What was the last thing you did or a remarkable thing that you've done in the past week that was nourishing? Because nourishment comes in all forms, not just food. It comes in things that you do, interactions with people, good interactions with people, I should say, (laughs) (laughs) and, um, you know, speaking your truth. So anyone here have a nourishing life story to volunteer Everyone's like, no, I don't <laughs> nourish myself <laughs> outside of food. Can't talk eating pizza. I
5: got my hair cut by my friend before I came, so I feel pretty.
1: Well, that works. That's that was nourishing. Are you happy about it? I am. Shout That's a nice out haircut. to uh, shout out to my friend Eloise for giving me a nice cut. Sasha.
3: Um I although I probably I'm not gonna speak about the specifics, I have um let go of some stuff recently. Um I have piled things up in my life a little bit and my rubber band stretched too Mm. far and I let go of some things to make some space in my life and even though that was just very recently and things haven't changed too much yet I already feel lighter and that is good (sighs) (laughs) like I'm not carrying lots of stuff on my shoulders anymore I love that feeling
1: Mm -hmm. Gem
4: um I think maybe the best way to say it is I'm actually stretching my rubber band a little farther these days. I'm taking some risks at work to add some new information to my life and and you know, grow you know, grow my knowledge about the industry that I'm working in that I've I've kind of been narrow-mindedly just paying attention to what I do and I decided to open my my horizons up a little bit and learn a little bit more about the other stuff my company does and it doesn't sound very nourishing when I say it that way, but it actually is because, you know, I, I really like where I work, and I have to spend eight hours a day there, and I want to f- be fulfilled in those eight hours a day, so I'm, I'm trying to make that happen there.
1: Why would you want to be fulfilled at a job? I know, it's a terrible thing, right? <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I have been catching up on all of the uh, audiobooks that I've bought <laughs> on Audible. Mm-hmm. I logged into my Audible, and I was like, oh, good Lord. I thought I was going to read those with my ears, like, over the past two years. And there's easily, like, 60 hours of books in there. (laughs) So I started to lighten my load also, like Sasha said, clean up. I went through closets, um, found skeletons, and started listening to Audible. So I'm knocking those out. And then I... uh, Oh, I went back to the gym. Oh, this is a great conversation after pizza and ice cream, right? <laughs> so, thanks. I am renourishing myself with my gym membership again. Um, and I spent about 16 minutes scratching my dog's belly.
3: Aww.
1: I think it was timing, it was about 16 minutes. For her, it was like heaven. She, her eyes were like rolling back and she was falling asleep I was like it was heaven for you too no <laughs> <laughs> no it's wonderful of course and I like to talk about this because I, I want people to understand that nourishin- nourishment doesn't just come in the form of foodstuffs it comes in like our activities we Jen and I are in the music sphere a lot and playing and performing music is definitely nourishing Maybe listening to music you don't like isn't so nourishing, but um, enjoying it with other people is. Um, Sasha, you and I have talked about primary food a lot. Mm. You do uh, cleanses and, and such as well. Yeah, and primary food is a big component. I think that you can
3: you can take a lot of care with secondary food, but if you're not looking at primary care, primary food care, then then it's almost. Uh, I'm not quite sure how to say this, but it's not, it's, you're not going to get the full benefits unless you are really also looking at the the self-care stuff. It's very, very important.
1: So speaking of self-care, so give our listeners more examples of what self-care is in the nourishing sense.
3: I think that what we tend to do is, um, well, we can block out stuff uh that by eating a lot of pizza and ice cream ironically um, we can hide behind things like that or watching a lot of television or being really busy or just there are so many ways that we um hide what's really going on inside and when we start to peel back some layers or and it could start with just changing up some of the foods that we eat or it could be like a few nights a week, I'm not going to watch TV, but I'm going to have mm-hmm. an Epsom salt bath or go to bed early and things like that. Um, spend some time journaling, for example. And then you can start to see what's really going on. And it can be really painful to know what's really going on. And this is why it, many people don't do it, because it's it's like dredging the pond. And it can mm-hmm. be ugly. Like, really, you've got to bring up that scum to the top. And it's horrible at 1st but the reward is this shiny clear pond and it's it's very very worth it.
1: And you can have a great primary food experience with pizza and ice cream like oh, we did absolutely. here.
3: Oh, absolutely. I didn't mean Yeah, that. yeah no,
1: we were totally laughing yeah. <laughs> and enjoying and yeah.
3: eating pizza. <laughs> absolutely. But we're doing it mindfully and and mms and ahs and oohs, and
1: and that's that's I so think important. that's key. When yeah. you do it mindfully.
3: Yeah. I think that word can be a little bit overused nowadays, but what that really means is just paying attention, looking at it, smelling it and just chewing and enjoying yeah. rather than eating it in front of a half open fridge door and hoping nobody sees you
1: or standing We're standing, We're standing.
3: standing?
4: I, I do i sometimes because I, I get home some nights it's my husband works at night so sometimes yeah. it's i come home and relieve the babysitter and she's already fed my son so i'm trying to eat something really fast because he really wants to play with me and i'm like i just need to eat some spaghetti hold on one second and mm. it's not always the most nourishing meal. Uh, those are the nights that I, I always find myself in front of the fridge again at like 10 o'clock going, I feel like I didn't eat dinner. Yeah,
3: because you, you didn't.
4: Because really. I mean, <laughs> you didn't, my son yeah. does it, too. Yeah, like I, yeah. and so his, he's five and a half, so his brain is going like six zillion miles a minute. And sometimes he'll look at me and go, did we have dinner, Mommy? Oh. I'm like, yeah, we, we, like 15 minutes ago, you, you ate everything. He's like, oh, right, I forgot. And I'm what were you thinking about while you were eating?
1: That? So tips to slow down. Sasha, you've got great tips. Well. Chew your food.
3: Chewing for sure. But I think it really starts with the eyes and the nose. Like to remember that part of it. And it even starts with grocery shopping and all things like that. But for the actual day, uh, the meals in front of you, use your eyes and your nose to start the digestive process going first of all. Because that is, that's what gets it ignited
1: so that degree, I love this like digestion starts with your eyes it does it really does that's that? the first
3: message that your digestion digestive system is getting is that you've you've seen it and you've Got that beautiful visual, and that's that's a message to you. Right,
1: gut. like the box of ice cream that showed up at my mm-hmm. office today. Yeah. <laughs> I started digesting it the second FedEx dropped exactly, it off. <laughs> exactly,
3: exactly. Like, mm. Anticipation, and then of course the saliva and the teeth have a really important job to do, which when you're eating on the run and you're in a rush and you're just running down the street, throwing food down your mouth, you're not necessarily chewing. And then that's a big part of the digestive um, process that's missing. And which is why I think a lot of people have digestive problems. So um, to, to just pay attention. And I think it's very hard for people. There's a lot of things about chew 100 times. I think that's, that's not realistic. That's not real life. It,
1: I would lose track.
3: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I've and and that that takes away the pleasure principle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can't
1: count and chew. No. It's too much we're for we're supposed me. to
3: enjoy our food. We really are. And and I think that when you chew and when you smell and you're really engaged and and just enjoying the 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 various areas of your tongue are, are getting the different nuances, then that's you are going to slow down. Anyway, that's just the natural that's just naturally going to happen.
1: I definitely feel unwell when I rush eating. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. terrible, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so this ice cream, I was sitting and watching watching Sasha melt the ice cream in her mouth <laughs> and swallow. <laughs> I was sitting there and enjoying it that way, too. I think it's really important to, to, to allow yourself to taste the food you're eating.
3: Yeah. Well, I, I, ice cream's a good example because it, it's so cold that you don't necessarily taste mm. it. It can be too cold to notice all those nuances. And you've got all these specialty ingredients that you want it to melt a little bit so that they warm up and come to life on your tongue yeah i
4: think also just having the different taste bud receptors in the different parts of your tongue especially something like these these ice creams that have so many different like notes to them you want the different parts of your tongue to get the flavor on them yeah. so you can taste all the different parts of
3: it
1: yeah well, we're going to go from um, eating our ice cream to finishing up this pizza because somehow it's already time to end. we going to roll those ending credits. And uh, thanks for everyone for listening and being here and enjoying presert and Thank pizza you. with me. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. That was awesome. Come back for more Heritage thanks. Yeah. Primary food. Uh, this is Cynthia Cherish Malloran.